Trauma to Testimony encompasses the proclamation of the truth and narratives of believers who have endured trauma and shook up their pain and purposely walk daily in their victories, giving God their yes. We are standing and affirming Revelation 12, 11 on this podcast. Listen, the surrender, the resurrection, overcoming trauma, the becoming better, the inner work you have to do, all heavy. Join me each week as we dissect the walk of faith we take as Christian women who have endured some of life's pain and struggles. We will dive into having the hard conversations to grow a deeper relationship with God. This right here is from my girls who have endured trauma but have a lot of Jesus. Healing Bestie, Healing Bestie, Healing Bestie, I have some exciting news. The She Is Redeemed devotional is now available in an eight-day devotional plan in the Version Bible app. If you have been interested in getting your hands on the She Is Redeemed devotional, this will be it for you. Embarking on a transformative journey with the woman at the well story. Discovering how her encounter with Jesus brought healing and redemption to her story and her past. And with this plan, you'll be able to dive into reflections, prayers, and powerful testimonies. You'll find hope and restoration in your own life. So join me and all of the other amazing courageous women who are embracing the incredible gift of redemption as we walk boldly with our Redeemer and we reclaim our redemption story. Go to the YouVersion Bible app and search She is Redeemed or click the link in the show notes to go ahead and get started on the Bible plan. I really hope this helps you, Healing Bestie. Welcome back to the Trauma to Testimony podcast. It's your girl, Tony. Happy New Year, healing bestie. Happy New Year. We are just walking into 2024. It feels like 2023 was like, ugh, like so short. It just feels like things just zoomed on by, but we here. We alive, we're blessed because God is giving us another day, another year, and an amazing year. Time, more time to spend with Him, more time to dwell in Him, more time to glorify His name. And that is definitely what we're going to be doing on the podcast this year, glorifying God's name, going in his word, seeing what the truth is for our lives and just healing and cultivating our testimony in Jesus as we continue to go in God's word and spend time with him. And I just, you know, get so excited because Although sometimes I feel like God gives me this big, you know, vision and God tells me something that is so kind of, it feels broad, but I know that God is going to fulfill his promises. So I get so excited because I know that when it happens, it's going to be 
so big and I, and I'm not talking about big in you know the worldly success I'm talking about big in God's kingdom like I know saves are um saves really saves okay no <laughs> I know that souls are going to be saved and um that is big in God's kingdom and how we're able to really just be a witness to what God is doing, especially on this podcast with trauma to testimony as a whole, and just to see what God does. Like, you know, back in December, and I, this wasn't supposed to be story time. I was supposed to go in here and, you know, give y'all this episode and, you know, keep on. But if you've ever been in a room, and have experienced God's presence move in someone else's life, it's powerful. And back in December, I was at the Get Out of Jail Sis conference, and I experienced the moves of God in person for other people, for other women. And it's something about just being in the room. It's something about knowing somebody's story and knowing their prayers and knowing what they're going through. And then you see God act on it. You see God move on it. And then you could really just be like, God, I still know that you are a promise keeping God. You're a way maker, God. You are a God of hope. I could still believe and trust in you. I could still see that my promises are coming. I could still see that things are on the horizon for me. I could still see that you still call me by name. And, you know, I think a lot of the times we forget that. A lot of the times we forget that that is who God is. God is a God of love. God is, 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 is hope. God is literally what we can hope in because because we have the hope in God, we can go on another day. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. So thank you, Holy Spirit, you know, tying that in. Here we go. Um, but that's just, that's just something I wanted to share because I really, you know, see where God is taking us and revealing the truth to us so that we are not led astray, you know, especially for those who've been through trauma, especially those who have been through a traumatic event or something that has shooken you up and maybe has taken you off of your course and, and kind of maybe does that action of taking you off your course as a Christian. It takes you off your course because you may go through seasons where it feels hard. You may go through times and triggers where it feels like, okay, I'm trying to live this Christian life, but, and and I'm trying to hope for Jesus and, and I'm trying to remember all of the promises of God, but this is taking me out. And, and I just really want to invite, and I pray that the podcast does that for you and trauma, the testimony as a whole does that for you. But getting back to the truth of God, getting back to glorifying God's name and praising him when we're in those times, when we're in those seasons, knowing the truth of who God's character is so that the attacks on our mind and the attacks in our seasons when we are triggered, when we're going through things, it does not go. 
Like it does not pass because our faith in God, our hope in God, our belief in his promises, our hope in Jesus Christ returning one day, those things outweigh, you know, just the attacks, you know, and and, and I really pray that we get there. And we continue to go on this journey together because that is healing. That is healing ultimately when you can see your testimony in God, when you can continue to overcome these battles because you have hope and faith in God. And and that's what God has been showing me for the testimony piece and getting us to our testimony because our testimony is in God. And and yes, a lot of the times we may have this one powerful testimony because we say, you know what, this is my testimony. I overcame this from, you know, maybe it may have been child abuse or domestic violence or, you know, just any sort of different things from your past. But the testimony we have in Jesus is more powerful than anything. How we overcame, you know, just this road of destruction, how our minds were set free, how our souls were saved, how we learned to love again, how we learned to breathe again after years of feeling hopeless, after years of feeling down. And I just really pray that this episode you know, gets, gets there, you know, gets there. Cause we're going to dive into something and then we're going, we're going to dive into it and then we're going to come on now. And then we're going to, you know, just get back to our hope. Cause I really feel like God really has a powerful message for us today. So we are going to go into prayer before we get into our teaching for today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this moment. Thank you for this moment that we get to sit with you, God. We get to sit with you and see with your what your word and your message is for us, God. We're grateful for that, God, because to receive your word and your message and to receive your presence is a blessing in itself, God. Today, as we sit before you on the means of hope, on the means of just you being a part of our lives, God, and believing and trusting in you more this year, God. We ask that you speak to our hearts, God, that Holy Spirit, you reveal exactly what we need. You reveal it in our perspective for our specific situations. Oh, that you come through and you let us know what we need to do, how we need to act, how we need to live. Because we only want to be a vessel for you. Change us, renew our minds, love on us, care for us, protect us. Show us how to be. Teach us your ways. Show us your will. We lay all distractions, anything that could take us out of being in this moment with you down at your feet and we invite you in to our hearts and to our spirits have your way we lay these prayers before you in faith in the name of jesus amen so today as we start (laughs) 
<laughs> because I believe that God is really giving a message on having hope when you have maybe had a rough season or a rough time. And how I got to this was I had been praying about the message or what God wanted me to come back to the podcast with. And I know at the beginning of the year, you know, we we are on this, you know, I guess this high road of, you know, it's going to be a good year. We got all these goals and and you know all these aspirations and that's a great thing that's an awesome thing you know but i'm very about authenticity and, and i'm always about okay god what do the people that are listening to the trauma to T- testimony podcast what do they need like what are the people that you have assigned to me need like what what's the real deal and god had been speaking to me about hope about having hope and trust in God, even after you have had a year that has been rough, or, you know, maybe 2023 was a year that was hard. It felt like attack after attack. And and I'm speaking transparently because this is where my heart was, you know, and this is where God was dealing with me towards the end of last year about, you know, just having hope in him you know despite the rough season despite the difficulties and everything that I had been through last year that he was still a God of hope that he was still a God who loves us enough to send us on our way to give us decisions to give us life to give us the opportunities you know, to try again, to to love again, to hope in him again, to trust. And, and, and God's character is just revealed through those tough seasons. Because I really felt like 2023 for myself was a valley season. And I, and I still feel like I'm, you know, in a valley. And, and it's not a bad thing. I feel like God literally is showing me his character and who he is in love. And I think a lot of the times we start to think that we would learn somebody's character or learn the character of God. I think about regular relationships, like you, you know, you learn it through being there and the time you spend and the experiences you go through and tell me, trust me, I know, Um, you know, and, and I've learned that, over time in relationships, you start to the the when the nitty gritty comes in and the and the hard times come in and you know you start working through things and you learn how to overcome things together and you know and I'm just talking about marriage relationship wise. I've learned this being with my husband um, that you know when we, you know, we, we've learned to be a team from overcoming things together. We've learned to be a team from life experiences. Cause when life hits you and you know, you're married, you're going to have to figure it out together. You're going to have to put your heads together. You're going to have to put your hearts together, meaning that you're going to have to have concern for that other person. You're going to have to, you know, um, love that person. Oh God. Cause I, I kind of got emotional there because that's exactly, you know, what God reflects in relationship. Like it is literally, 
Like God has concern for us and God wants us to to see his character. God wants us to see who we are, you know, to him and how important we are. And and that right there just speaks to the nature of what we're going to talk about today and I just oh because that just hit me about relationship the reason why we have to have hope in relationship with God is because we need to see his character We need to see who he is in a situation. We need to see who he is when it comes to love because so many things have already shown us, you know, just the end. So many things have already shown us, you know, a bad experience or a traumatic experience or a hard time that we need to know who God is for real for ourselves. And having that experience with God, having that time with God, knowing his word, knowing the truth about what he says about you is what's going to cultivate that relationship. It's what's going to cultivate that hope, that that trust. Because I could tell you in 2023, I was in one of the craziest seasons of my life. But God kept me. It was times where I feel like I wanted to give up, but just a little hope in God, just a little hope to say, God, I don't know, this looks crazy, but you know what? I know who you are. I know what you saved me from. I know what you got me out of. See, you know, a lot of times you have to tell yourself, this is who God is to me. This is what God has for me. I know what my mind is trying to tell me right now. I know what my heart is feeling right now. I know I'm in my feelings. I know I'm in my emotions. I know it feels like things are going crazy around me. People may be acting crazy around me, but I know who God is. And I got to stand firm in that. Because it's not till you get to a real valley low season that you're going to have to hold on to everything that you've known God to be. Especially when, when he's silent and he said everything he has, to, he has had to say up until this point. And your only instruction is to have faith and believe. You're going to need to have a hope in God to not give up. So today, I want to dive into just not for too long, because honestly, I feel like this, you know, the Israelites can uh, go on and on because it is just like, who child, I mean, my head be hurting. Because I'm like, oh, child, how many prophets got to come to y'all? How many times God got to tell y'all? You know, but it's it's all right. Um, <laughs> how, how many? How many? How many? And, and it had to be many generations, okay? It, it, it just had to be many. Like, we, 
Okay, we passing the disobedience down generationally. We continue like God got to send a prophet after a prophet after a prophet after a prophet. Like, come on. Um, but I'm telling you, I love God's words. So I I love digging into it because it that's literally my response. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Well, hold on. Let me flip this page. What y'all still? Come on, we still talking about this same thing, but. In reality, that's us too. That's us. Like God gave us this for us to see the reflection of who we are, where our hearts are, and how to have correction. And so we're going to go ahead and dive into Leviticus 40. So let me give you some context here. So, of course, we know. You know, this is the point where, you know, in this chapter, even in Leviticus 26, God is presenting, you know, just two paths to the Israelites to be obedient or be disobedient. And there would be, you know, certain things that would come with obedience or rewards. And then there would be consequences that come with disobedience. And God was given a warning. And, you know, of course, you know, the backstory of the Israelites were, you know, they were just because uh, when I when I thought want to talk about it, it just uh, it had to exhale because it's just like, uh. so, you know, these were God's people and they were worshiping idols and, you know, and they were in the wilderness for 40 years. Like th- these are different things that are that are going going on for the Israelites. It's it's just a whole bunch of going, you know, just God save trying to warn his people, save his people, give them, you know, what they need. And they're going back and forth. And and honestly, to be true, to be truthful. A lot of the times when I'm reading about the Israelites and I'm, you know, studying God's word, I'm starting to see where we are as people and how God continues to warn us and how God tries to get us out. Even in a fallen world, God tries to speak to us and help us to see our hearts because we may easily want to get out and worship something. Um, because of the simple fact that it seems easier to do that than to have a relationship with God or to be obedient to God. So I definitely um, get that. And sometimes I feel that, you know, I, I really do. Sometimes I do feel that. So, okay. So we're going to read Leviticus 40 through 42. But if they will confess their sins and the sins of their ancestors, their unfaithfulness and their hostility toward me, which made me hostile toward them so that I sent them into the land of their enemies, then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sin, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. So right here, God literally is showing the character that, you know, he's given a decision. He's saying, hey, if you'll confess 
if you'll get he's talking to the Israelites if you'll confess if you'll turn back now these are these are people who are going back and forth you know like they're dibbling and dabbling in um idolatry their you know their hearts are just turned away from God and God is warning them and getting them to turn back to him. He's calling them back, you know, and there's a lot. The reason why I believe God is giving us this because of, of walking into a new year is so that we can go into this year and turn back to God. And, and I'm not saying, you know, for the perfect, you know, because I know so many times we can call ourselves with God, but our hearts aren't with him. And a lot of the times we can do all the things like we can have the routines, we can uh, the routines of getting up in the morning and reading God's word and listening to our worship music and making sure we hit Bible study on Wednesdays and hit church on Sundays. And that's amazing. But if our hearts don't reflect that, what really are we doing? And right here, we can see if if they're, you know, it's like you're God's people, you're his children, but the very thing in you is turning to idols to look for your, your promises. You're turning to idols to look for your hope. You're turning to idols to look for just what you have faith in. You're turning to idols, and it, it and this is a, a funny funny moment um, because I think Isaiah, I believe it was Isaiah. Isaiah was being a little petty petty, but being for real as a prophet, and it made me laugh when I was listening to um, this not too long ago. And Isaiah was, you know, same people. Isaiah, Isaiah was telling them, oh, well, go ahead. And um, I believe it was Baal. Uh, it's like, go ahead. And um, he was telling them, go ahead, worship him. See what he'll do. Go ahead. Like he, he was like making <laughs> for me what I read it as. It's go ahead. Keep doing it. All right. He was being sarcastic because that, that's probably what my take would be on it at this point. You know, Go ahead, keep doing it, keep worshiping, keep praising. I'm gonna bring that to y'all because we're gonna we're gonna have to circle the block with that. Because that that right there, that thing, that thing had me. I had to replay it. I said, no, he is not being petty petty. Um, but he was like, Go ahead, worship him. Go ahead, see what see what your God does. Go ahead. Cause they were worshiping idols. He was telling them, Go ahead, do it again. You should keep going. Cause they were losing hope. He was like, You should keep going, basically. So that thing was funny, but um, it brings me back to see even right here, God's love and God's character to say, you can repent, you can turn back to me, or you could be disobedient and see the the consequences of that. Now, this is not just the first time, because I believe there were five prophets that came five prophets over a period of time because even with i believe with isaiah isaiah was um prophesying for you know it said theologians say about 64 years 
So you you have to know that there was time, like there was people were coming to him for time, like there was time. They were coming to them. God had love to send all of these prophets. God had love to send these warnings. God had love to, to literally get them to the promised land, to get them out of captivity. So as we sit with that, God is a God that gives us many decisions and chances. And as we, because even sitting with Leviticus 40 through 42, we see that God, even even though they were, because they were at, they were in idolatry at this time, they were still worshiping different things, but God was giving them a path, two paths set before them, obedience and disobedience. And God was giving them a chance to repent right here. Still may have had a rough journey, still may have done some bad things, still may have had some mistakes, but God was giving them an opportunity right here. So now I want to go into Isaiah. So, and this is another warning and actually a prophecy about Jerusalem. And right here, we're going to start, we're in Isaiah 22. We're going to start at verse 12. So right here. It says, the Lord, the Lord Almighty called you on that day to weep and to wail, to tear out your hair and to put on sackcloth. But see, there is a joy in reverie, slaughtering of cattle and killing of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, you say, for tomorrow we die. So right here. Isaiah is basically saying and pointing out a response of the Israelites, a response like what they did when God was giving them warning and God was telling them to turn back and God was, you know, trying to get his people to turn back to him. Isaiah was saying, this was your response Your response was to let us celebrate, let us gather, let us have this, you know, let us eat and drink because tomorrow we're going to die anyway. So your response was to not have hope in God, but your response was to say, we're going to eat and die tomorrow anyway. Let's just celebrate it. Hmm. Hmm. And maybe you felt like 2023 was a lot. You felt like I've seen some things or maybe you're at a stage where you feel like I keep going year to year. And what is this hope anyway? What is this faith anyway? And seeing the Israelites and seeing how their hearts were, because we can really just take a moment sometimes and reflect to see if our hearts are there. Do we feel hopeless? Do we feel like we should just celebrate and live it up today and not live for Christ? Because 
we'll, we're surely going to die tomorrow or we're surely might never see the promise. But no, sometimes we won't feel it. Sometimes we'll feel like it's a lot. Sometimes we'll feel like giving up. Sometimes it'll feel like, well, why am I doing this anyway? What does all this mean anyway? Sometimes it'll feel that way. But we have a promise and a hope in God. And we have to keep going. And we have to keep believing and trusting that God will bring us through. That God will help us in a time of trouble that we will be okay. We have to keep believing. And, you know, when I was talking to God about hope, because I I think I I would love to do, and I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a deep dive study um, into the Israelites, but I'm going to have to pray on it because, listen, it, it's a lot to unpack. Um, if you've ever, um, ever just sit here and just be reading like in Exodus and Leviticus and um, Isaiah, you'll be like, oh, Lord, this is a lot. <laughs> you know, it, it's just a lot, but it shows you how much God is concerned about us. So don't give up hope. I wanted to give you some encouragement. I believe that God is sending us for this year um, for those who may feel like, you know what, maybe I should give up on God's instruction, being obedient. Maybe I should just let it go. Maybe I shouldn't have the hope anymore. Maybe I shouldn't have the faith anymore that we can have hope in Jesus Christ that you know, we may not know it all. We may not have it all together. And we may not even, we may be holding on to an instruction God gave us years ago. And it may feel like, well, you know, let me believe in something else. Because look, I've been sitting here on this prayer. I've been sitting here on this promise. Will I ever heal? Will I ever grow? Will I ever overcome? And we, and we may just be there, sitting right there with it, hoping and believing. And it's hard, right? It's hard. Sometimes it feels like, wow, this is difficult. But I want you to know that Paul gives us an amazing response to this. When we're in a season when we don't know where we felt like we've had a hard season and we feel like we may be battling with our past lives, our old selves. And it feels like after what I've experienced in 2023 or after what I've experienced in my traumatic event or in that season where it was tough for me, I feel like it's, it's a lot. I feel like to keep hoping and believing, it's a lot. But Paul gives us a good response and an amazing response in Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. And this should be our response in 2024, especially when we're holding on to hope. Not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. 
Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. What do you think that is, taking hold of it? But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Jesus Christ. Press on. You have to press on. Press on. Not because I have already obtained it. Not because I I know and I have the promise. But I press on because I have hope and faith in Jesus Christ. I have hope and faith because that's what God sent for us to, to literally know. To have hope. To have faith. To believe again. To save us. I have hope. I press on, not because I know it all. Paul is saying, not because I know it, not because I have obtained it, not because I'm perfect, not because I have already arrived to it. And that's where a lot of us are right now. It feels like we have not arrived to it yet. We have not obtained it yet. We haven't gotten to the goal. But there is hope. Because we have hope in Jesus. So maybe this year you need to lean more into Jesus. Fall back in love with him. Lean back more into God's word. Lean back more into worshiping God and into spending time with him, into building a relationship so that hope doesn't seem far off, so that faith doesn't seem far off. Hope in him. Hope in him. I know this was kind of packed and kind of a little bit all over the place. And I pray that I could come back and and um, we can continue to dissect God's word um, on this. And I'll see where Holy Spirit leads, leads us next episode. But if you got anything from this episode, I just want you to know to hope. And you press on, not because you got it all, boo, not because you you have obtained it all or you have arrived at the promise or you have arrived at the goal or you have arrived at what God has for you or said for you. It's that you're sitting and you press on because you want to win what God has for you. You want to see, you want to taste and see of his glory you want to literally be on the other side of what he does come on now hope for him trust for him and that is all that i have for this week's episode healing bestie and i really hope that this year is a year that you hope more in god all right I'll talk to you next week, Helen Bestie. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it has impacted you in a very special way. Share this episode with a friend who may need inspiration in this area. Screenshot this week's episode and let us know what you think about this episode. And tag us on Instagram at Trauma to Testimony. 
If this did a tug on your heart, I want to invite you to stick around with us and join our email list and Healing Besties support community. The links are down in the show notes. And until next time, let's heal, bestie. Let's heal together. Heal with you next week.